Hi, good afternoon, and welcome to Living Your Dreams. And uh, with this episode, I have uh, Barb Takeda that's with us here. Uh, Barb is an intuitive Reiki master, teacher, and practitioner who uses sound essential oils, crystals, and empowerment coaching, and uses uh, and also teaches various levels of UC Rahoyo uh, Reiki. Upon building her, I know, that's funny. Uh, upon building her strong desire to inspire, to motivate, and to empower, Barb has created a signature bi-monthly event, Create Your Exceptional Life. This event by women and for women is the fulfillment of her vision to demonstrate to women how they can use their pain as the pedestal to find their purpose and their exceptional lives. And finally, as a reverent officiant, a Barb, uh, Barb also finds her joy to offer her services for weddings, Baby Christmas or a celebration of life services. After all of that, Barb, is there anything else that you'd like to tell me about yourself and more about your company? Uh, no, I think you've got it covered pretty well. Okay, so uh, Barb, uh, the first question I have for you for today is um, how did you identify your passion and what gave you the confidence to pursue, uh, pursue this passion as your business? Um, okay, first of all, I stopped working, I guess, 20 years ago with numerous health problems. I've got a lot of autoimmune diseases and mm -hmm. stopped working to try to regain my health, which became my focus. As I was going through that process, which I did, I managed to really change my life. When I stopped working, I was using aids to walk and I was, you know, walkers and canes. And I was on about 13 different prescriptions for rheumatoid arthritis and various other arthritis, asthma and all sorts of other issues. So wow. I did pretty good. I did manage to come off all the prescriptions, which that in itself was quite a feat for me. So I'm now prescription free, um, pretty much handle my health through clean eating and uh, just taking care of myself. So in that 20-year period, that was sort of my focus. Then my parents were aging, so they became my focus. So I went wow. through, um, and actually my sister got sick as well during that time with cancer. So she passed first. Okay. And um, <clears throat> had on mom and dad because they were in their late 80s. So dad then passed um, three years after Gina died. And then my mother followed my dad's death uh, to three years after he passed away. So that process sort of took all of my, I guess, my focus. I didn't really think about much else except being their caregiver. Okay. And uh, when my mom passed, I, I can't even tell you what really happened. I went through some sort of a spiritual epiphany, but all I can call it. And it just made me realize that life, there's a whole lot more to life than, you know, sort of just going through mechanically day by day. Mm -hmm. Following a, a very severe depression after my mom's death, in which I actually experienced a nervous breakdown, I did end up back on some medication to try and deal with it. And uh, I had a, like I say, this spiritual epiphany about eight mm -hmm. months after my mom passed. And I just, at that point, made a complete turnaround. I just started to realize how much I had to be grateful for and thus started the journey. I went on a three-year journey, actually, of gratitude. And okay. I did it on Facebook. <laughs> Sounds kind of odd, but I actually sell this a lot to my, my students. I gave uh -huh. gratitude on Facebook every single day for three solid years. Um, it was a, the first year was really hard, but it was life-changing. Yeah. It put me in a very different state of mind. I learned to be grateful for 
everything. And I started going back through my life and giving gratitude for, um, you know, the relative who sexually abused me. I was able to give gratitude for my ex-husband who abused me. I was able to give gratitude for so many things that a lot of people would look at from a victim mentality and say, you know, why me? And I was able Uh to shift that. I was able to shift out of victim mentality into why not me? And thank you for all of this because boy, did you make me strong. How did you come about, how did you come about to uh, understanding that um, using gratitude would be the thing that would help to shift you? Um, I, I, to be honest with you, Lennox, I don't really know. It just, it sort of came to me one day that starting to feel grateful for things could shift my life. And I, I do a powerful amount of reading. Um, so mm. I was, at that point, I was really getting into a lot of uh, spiritual reading, a lot of self-help books, and, and just diving deeper and deeper to try and shift the person that I was, because I was really coming from a very angry, uh, resentful place. And as I say, someone who had just experienced a nervous breakdown as well, following my mom's death. So it just, as I was reading about gratitude and and how much it can help, I thought, why not give it a try? And I have to say, within about, I'd say five months into it, as hard as it was to come up with a gratitude every day, I truly mm. felt my life changing. I was able to look around. Even we live on a beautiful ravine. And even standing on my deck and looking at the ravine, I was able to feel gratitude for the beauty that I'm surrounded by, you know, every moment. And it just, it just became more profound and more profound and deeper and deeper to the point where it's funny, I had a card reading with a friend recently. And she pulled a card and she said to me, um, this card is saying that you're a very grateful person. And she said, it, it, it's telling me that you're so grateful you would even say thank you when you stub your toe. I find oh, wow. that really odd because I actually broke my toe in the winter on a sprue that had come out of the deck. But the oh. interesting thing about it was, didn't feel so grateful at the exact moment, but after I was able to sit and look for a minute, I had been going at 90 miles an hour. That slowed me right down and gave me some time to focus on self-care. So there was a gratitude in that bang of my toe. So that's where I am now. I'm just so able to look at, I would say everything in my life and find gratitude. I also learned to how to not react. The situation is always the situation or the situation is never the situation. It's always your reaction. Mm-hmm. And I learned that it's my choice how I react to any given situation. So, I, like I said, I've done a lot of deep digging, deep diving, and that's kind of where I am now. So how did this, um, these daily acts of gratitude or, or, or recognizing that gratitude is such an important part of your life and part, important part of your progression, how did you transform that into something that you did on a day-to-day basis and share that with people into becoming your, uh, into becoming your business? Um, well, I do, I mean, through meditation, I offer meditation classes and through different things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I share my gratitude. I also do, um, I've got three business pages on Facebook plus my own personal page. I post very little personal things. I really try to stick with um, inspirational things every day. I write my own memes and those are the types of things I put up every day. And I talk about grad. I'm doing another gratitude right now as well for every person who has come through my life that has affected me. So I'm in the process of doing that right now. You know, who's going to be the gratitude coming in a few days is Veronica. Oh, I think okay. you might have. Yeah. I mean, she inspired me 
so dramatically through the woman that she was before she passed away. And that's the type of thing I'm doing now. So every person is getting a day and they're getting a gratitude. So it's a little bit different than the one in the past where I did some deeper background diving to find gratitude in some of the more difficult situations I came through. This time Mm -hmm. it's just, you know what, I'm really grateful for whoever's come through my life and the effect that you've had on me. So did did your business, was your business in existence before you started the the daily acts of gratitude or was was it something that you incorporated? Okay. Okay. So how did this affect the business has really been a very, I mean, I don't work full-time. As you know, we've discussed, I am a senior citizen and I'm on pension, so I can't work full-time. Um, but I do work enough that it, I enjoy what I do. Um, okay. I hired a business coach last year, and I think between him and I don't know how um, into the spiritual world you are, but this particular year, 2018, is what they Mm -hmm. call a master year. When you look at it through numerology, when you break down the numbers, it's a master year. And a master year or a master, I also have a master life path number. So interesting for me to be coming sort of full circle in this year with not only my life path number, which is 11, but in an 11 year everything's coming full circle for me. Everything's happening. I said to a friend recently, it's like somebody rolled out a red carpet this year for me. And all I have to do is walk it. I'm not even really trying that hard to create Mm. this. The Create Your Exceptional Life event that I do quarterly, it has morphed into its own entity on its own. It's, It's been amazing. I just seem to have come to a place this year in my life where I've completely... I've just kind of surrendered to the flow of life and I'm mm. watching now the flow of life is surrendering to me. And it's been, it's been a beautiful year as I watch. Okay. Oh, and morph. And... So you've talked about the personal struggles that you've, uh, you've gone through in your life mm-hmm. and uh, how, how it's impacted on you. But can you um, tell me uh, the time that you experienced the, the darkest moment or what was the greatest struggle that you experienced? Um, I think I, I think that my biggest struggle through my trying to get this business going was me. I was standing okay. in my own way. It was me. Was there was there one identifiable moment that you could share with the with everybody? Uh, no, like I say, this year has been an incredible year for me, and I truly do believe I came to the realization this year that I was standing in my own way, and I just needed to get out of the way and let whatever you want to call, you know, God, the universe, divine source, let them take the reins and lead me. And that's what happened this year. And I truly have just handed over the reins and said, wherever you want me to go, that's where I'll go. And it's just all being, it's, it's all happening in front of me. I just, interestingly, I do a little bit of um, artwork as therapy mm-hmm. in some courses that I offer. And one of them is called poor painting. And it's a uncontrollable way to paint. And it's a little bit of an opportunity to let your inner child out. I threw it on Facebook and just said, I'm having so much fun. This I've got my fine arts degree. So I'm, I am a painter, you know, by education. This is a, um, I don't know how to explain it. You can't control the paint. And I, I started playing with it simply because I have a bit of a perfectionist streak and I wanted to work on releasing that. So I started doing it because you can't control this painting. It does what it wants to do. You simply watch. I threw it on Facebook. It has morphed into a workshop. I've got like 25 people registered. That's the type of thing that's happening for me this year. I'm just, I'm following. I don't know what else to tell you. 
So you, you kind of alluded to it, or maybe I, I just kind of missed it a bit, but how did you get out of your way? How did you allow yourself to surrender to the flow and surrender to the source that surrounds you? Um, wow. Oh, oh God, I don't know how to tell you. Um, meditation, spending a lot of time with other spiritual intuitive people, um, doing a lot of deep inner work to let go of attach, past attachments, past, um, mm -hmm. past issues, uh, you know, doing my very best to truly become the best I can possibly be in this lifetime. And like I say, just step out of my way because I was trying to, I was trying to put things together. I was, you know, doing this and doing that and, and being the boss over the whole thing. And once I sort of stepped out of that role and realized there is a much bigger power at work here and let that power work, that's when it happened. So but it wasn't How an does, instant, it wasn't an instant okay. you know, realization. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of digging. It was a lot of just letting go. And I, I mean, I do a lot of meditation because I'm in Reiki. I self-heal twice a day. So there's a lot of time that I spend with myself, you know, in my own thoughts, in my own silent place. And that's where the, that's where the magic happens. Yeah, because I was gonna, I was wondering, like, how does like a lot of a lot of people uh, as they go through life, uh, sometimes we get into the realization that we are our own worst enemy, as some people like to say. Absolutely. And and we tend to dig our own graves. Mm -hmm. But the unfortunate thing is that like we keep digging it more by the mm -hmm. way that we talk to ourselves and the way that we talk about I, ourselves. Absolutely. And, and I guess the question is, and, and I, you kind of alluded to it for your own personal story, but how does another person who's outside your experience, if possible, how do they step out of their own way and allow things to manifest itself? I think, that, I mean, they really, I don't think it's something you can necessarily do on your own. Um, that's one of the reasons why I got into uh, women's empowerment coaching, because I can help women peel off some of those layers of the onion to get into who the real person is. You know, we have okay. different methods that we can use to help them do that. Um, you really do. I really do feel that you need to speak to other people who have done the journey and, you know, find out the tools and the methods that it, they use. This is one of the reasons I think why my create your exceptional life has really become it's, this is my baby and I'm, mm. I have a huge vision for this and I really hope that my vision comes to fruition with this because I really want to be able to help women get out of their own way and realize that you have so much potential, you know, but okay. we, as women, I think we are, you know, we're, we historically have been trained to be givers. Oh, yeah, conditioned. You know, oh, yeah. We're conditioned. Yeah. We're conditioned. We're conditioned to be givers. We're conditioned to look in the mirror and go, you're not good enough. You're not pretty mm -hmm. enough. You're not thin enough. You're overweight. You're this. And, you know, you go through a whole lifetime. I went like through that till I was 58 years old. And it wasn't okay. until, like I say, my mom died. And I started going through all these changes. And I started realizing, holy fuck, man, <laughs> you're a pretty amazing person. <laughs> like I, I really started looking at myself and not doing. I did what's called mirror work. Um, Louise Hay. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's, yeah, I know Louise Hay. Yeah, amazing author. Um, I used her book, Twenty One Days of Mirror Work, and 
it's really, really hard to do. Usually provokes mm-hmm. a lot of tears and a lot of difficult times. But I do that regularly. Do mirror work, you know, where I stand literally in the mirror and look in my own eyes and tell myself how wonderful I am and how much I love myself. And it does work. It sounds so crazy, but it truly does work. Sooner or later, when you get right through those eyes and into the soul of who you are, you start realizing, I really am special. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. Well, one per- I, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say one person, uh, Dan Depani, um, he mentions that like one of the things that we fail to do as human beings is get to know ourselves. We get Absolutely. to know uh, other people. We get to confront a whole bunch of stuff, but do we really spend time with ourselves to get to know ourselves and get to understand ourselves? And so when you mentioned uh, the mirror work, 21 Days of Mirror Work by Louise Hayes, it sounded somewhat similar uh, to what she's talking about. Just really face yourself, face your whole self, your true self, and really explore who you really are as an individual and then just go beyond just the superficial what we see in the beginning but it sounds like you're also taking an opportunity to get to know yourself better Uh, am i right am i am i in the right direction here Uh, definitely definitely it's been interesting too as i look sort of back through my life um i am surrounded now by an incredible i hate to use the word tribe because it's such a buzzword today but I will use it for the sake of saying the the amount of people that I am surrounded by or the tribe that I'm surrounded by, I sometimes sit back and it almost blows my mind because I pretty much spent most of my life a loner, really had very few friends, um, just, you know, a friend here or there. But now, oh my God, I'm, well, I'm planning my 65th birthday next year and I have to rent a venue. That's how many people are coming. It's like, holy crap, where have all these people come from? But, you know, you, you, you attract who you are. And I keep reminding myself that when I was angry, when I was resentful, that's what I was attracting into my life. Mm. More angry people. And now I've moved into a place of I feel unconditional love for everyone. I feel grateful for everyone. And that's what mm. I'm attracting back into my life, these loving people who love me unconditionally, who show me love unconditionally, and I feel the same about them. So it's such a full circle moment for me to to look at my life now and, and realize I affected this change. And um, and you're also saying that uh, the people who you surround yourself is also critical in terms of your uh, growth and development? I believe that fully, yeah. But you can't – the problem, I think, is if you are – I, I believe very strongly that we are all connected as one. We come from mm-hmm. one energy. We are one energy. Thoughts are things. So what you think is what you become. And when you think, like I say, in an angry, resentful, low vibration, energetic way, that's what you're going to attract to yourself. But when you start moving up the ladder and you let go of those lower emotions, the anger, the resentment, the guilt, the shame, and you start moving up the ladder of emotions to, to higher, you know, to happiness, to joy, to gratitude, to love, you start attracting that. And I've seen it in my own life. It's been an amazing uh, thing to watch happen. So how do you raise uh, your vibration? You that's well, that's where coaching sometimes helps. And that's what I try to do with the women I coach. And I also try to do it through, even through my create your exceptional life event. Um, We bring speakers in, to speak about how they have overcome tragedy or pain in their past to find their purpose. And 
you know, they are, and they all have programs that they offer. So there's so many people out there that offer programs to help women get out of their own way and to start releasing, you know, this crap that we all carry around. So what kind of, what words of advice do you have for someone who wants to uh, make their passion, their business? Listen to your heart. Like true. If, 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 if you're what you're feeling passionate about, if it's something you think about all the time, something you keep going back to, listen to that mm-hmm. because that is your purpose and follow it. So it's uh, persistent and it's consistent. There must be something about it. There's something about it. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to keep coming back to you if it's not your purpose. And, and I, uh, I how believe does... we, all have, we all have a purpose in life here. We may not all know it at the beginning, but we're all here for a purpose. So. And how does anyone get a hold of you? Uh, they can reach me through my website. I have a, but I think I gave it to you, the card. So it's soul, uh-huh. soul hyphen, hyphen full expressions.com. Okay. Um, how else can they reach me? I'm on Facebook as well uh, mm-hmm. under Barb Takeda. And I've got all my Facebook pages. So I've got Reverend Barb Takeda. I've got Create Your Exceptional Life and Soulful Expressions are all pages on Facebook. And uh, is there anything else that you wish to add, Barb? I don't think so. I think we've talked about a fair bit. So So I'd like to thank you, Barb, for uh, joining me with uh, this this edition of uh, Live Your Dreams. And I'd like to thank everybody else for joining in and listening to us. And uh, I hope, Barb, that you have a very great time. Thank Uh, you. you. I wish you well on your journey. Thank you, Lennox. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye.